Welcome to Here's the Caveat, an international leadership podcast. Business coach Bob Reich tackles the issues that plague business professionals today. With candor and transparency, he provides real-life answers to the real-world issues with his years of experience and practical wisdom. He will inspire you with value and provide you with practical answers to help you navigate through life's greatest circumstances. Welcome to Here's the Caveat. Take it away, Bob. Welcome to Here's the Caveat, an intentional leadership podcast with Coach Bob Rich. I'm Bob Rich, your host, and I thank you for joining us this week on Here's the Caveat. In the last couple weeks, we have been discussing essential skills. We have been talking about the difference between essential skills and soft skills. Today, there is a teaching that we see quite regularly that talks about how we need to learn to have soft skills. And there's a lot of classes and workshops and seminars that talk about soft skills as if it's a new concept. The reality is it isn't because essential skills have always been around. Soft skills are really essential skills. Skills like how to treat people, how to speak with people, how to be a great leader to other people. When we talk about essential skills, this is something that's been around for many, many, many years. It's not a new concept. We've been talking about how great leaders understand that essential skills is really the foundation of the way they serve people. Today, I want to talk about essential thinking of great leaders. How great leaders think different than other people. When we talk about essential thinking, it's important to understand what that means. A few days ago, I had the opportunity to speak to a person where I was eating breakfast. And we were talking about leadership. We were talking about what it's meant to be a great leader. And they asked me what I did. And I said, as a business coach, I have the pleasure and the honor to be able to help not only aspiring leaders, but essential leaders who are successful. They know they're successful, but they have a hard time getting to that next level. We help them get there. They asked me, how do I do this? I said, through systems and processes, not only developed like developed by experts such as Brian Tracy and John Maxwell, but here at Caveat Institute, Over the past 25, 30 years, we have been developing content and curriculum to help business leaders and and great leaders. And as we were discussing, this person said something that set me back a step. They said, that sounds great, but what you just said goes against who I am to need someone to help me. As I stepped back and thought about what they said, I was stunned. Helping, asking for help goes against who they are to need someone to help them. And as they began to talk about that, they said, we do everything on our own. How, what the success we have, the success that I have is really about what I bring that I don't need anybody else. And asking for help is, goes against my character. As I sat back and thought about that, that is exactly the opposite of who a great leader is. Because great leaders don't get to where they are alone. They are not who they are because they are self-sufficient. 
Today, I want to talk about what it means to think as a great leader and have that essential thinking. Robert Kiyosaki said, everyone can tell you the risk. An entrepreneur can see the reward. Changing your mindset will change your future. How you think will unlock not only your future, but the future of others. We all understand the risk in achieving our success. When we are able to visualize the reward, our success will immediately increase. Although resources, ability, and skills are important, visualizing the reward is a necessary mindset. Having a mindset of success is crucial in reaching your goals. Because the key to changing your mindset and visualizing your reward is to think of your reward as you have already received it. That is essential thinking. Instead of saying, I will, change it to, I am. Instead of saying, going to, change to, doing. Instead of saying, I will have, say, I have. Instead of saying, I wish, say, I received. Discover the excitement of seeing your reward as what you have accomplished versus seeing the reward as a distant hope is the difference. Thinking what we want as already achieved will will increase your desired outcome. Because how we think is essential. As we think about essential thinking, I want to change what Robert Kariaki said about entrepreneurs and change that to great leaders. Because great leaders can always see the reward. Others see the risk. And yes, there is risk in essential thinking. There is risk in understanding that you are not, but do not alone. Because great leaders always understand that the strength that they have is in the ability to not only help others, but allow others to help you. There's three points I want to talk about today, about essential thinking. Number one is as a great leader, you are not a lone ranger. As a great leader, you are not a lone ranger. You don't do things on your own. You're not who you are because of what you've achieved. You are you, who you are who you are because of what others have invested into you. I had the op- opportunity many, many years ago to direct a camp for kids. And at this particular camp, it was eight days long. It went from Saturday to Saturday. We had 400 kids from ages 12 to 18, and we had 75 volunteers who, who helped with the, as the counselors. They helped on staff. They did certain jobs throughout the week. What I learned was my job was the least significant. My, my presence there was the one that could have been replaced by anybody, and here's what I mean. I didn't see myself as the director who was ahead of the entire camp. I saw myself as a person who was responsible for serving five people. I had five directors over the five areas of camp. 
And my job wasn't to be a director. My job was to serve those five people, give them the authority and the responsibility to do their jobs. And my whole week was focused on making sure that they had everything that they needed. Now, each one of those five people had five people that they served. Each one of those people had five people that they served all the way up to the kids in the cabin. My week was focused on five people. And the five people I picked as directors of the different areas had more experience than I did, knew more than I did, and were more qualified than I was. Even to this day, when people talk about that camp, they talk about the great job that I did. And immediately, I always refer it back to my team. The reason I was able to do that is because I had a great teacher. I had a great mentor who taught me how to serve and how to lead, not only through what they did great, but also through their mistakes. I didn't get to that position because of something that I achieved. I got to that position because somebody believed in me to ask me to serve in that capacity. Great leaders are not lone rangers. Number two, great leaders are not immune to discouragement. Great leaders are not immune to discouragement. We get discouraged. We get dis disappointed in others. We get disappointed in circumstances. We get disappointed in things, absolutely. The difference is great leaders don't allow that seed of discouragement and disappointment to grow in their mind. They will always be there. The question is, do you focus on it? Do you dwell on it? Do you allow it to grow? I have seeds of disappointment and discouragement every day. The question is, do I focus on the feeling that I have because of that seed, or do I focus what I know is true? As great leaders, we are not immune to discouragement. As great leaders who think different, we intentionally discipline our thinking to not dwell on the disappointment. We focus on what we know is true. We don't dwell on the discouragement. We focus on the activity that we know that will help us walk through each and every day and not depend on the circumstances around us, but to forge our own trail. It's a discipline. Too many people focus on what they feel. Feelings have nothing to do with reality. Here's the example. When a person watches a sad movie, they get sad. When a person watches a funny movie, they laugh. Because our emotions and how we feel don't understand reality. We know we're watching a movie. Our emotions and feelings react. Great leaders who understand essential thinking understand that our emotions and our feelings are not based on reality. We focus on an understanding that we know that focusing on what is true and moving forward with the fact that we know who we are, regardless of how we feel, we understand that that allows us to become successful despite the circumstances. And number three, great leaders are not do as I say, not as I do. 
Today, we see a lot of that. Not, not only in our business leadership, oftentimes in our religious leadership, but we also see it in our political leadership. Do as I say, not as I do. How often do you see hypocrisy in leadership? How often do you see people that claim themselves as leaders, but aren't real leaders? Because great leaders who have essential thinking and understand that they think different know that they do not have a do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do mentality. When we look at great leaders, great leaders have three characteristics that are meant to be followed They are meant to be copied. They are meant to be emulated. The first principle is great leaders are examples of discipline. Great leaders are examples of discipline. This starts with the way a great leader thinks. Discipline is doing what they should do, when they should do it, whether they feel like it or not. Great leaders are examples of discipline. When people watch you, do other people want to emulate your discipline? Do they see that you're a person of character? Do they see that you're a person of habit? Do they see that you're a person that always follows through with what they say? Even though you may not feel like it, you have the consistency that people want to follow. Great leaders are examples of habit. The second principle, great leaders are examples of influence. What kind of influence do you have with the people around you? Do people want to see who you are and be like you? Do people see you as a great leader that they want to be like? Are you influencing the people around you? It is often said that you can understand the influence of a person based on how many people come to their funeral. Are you that person that when you are no longer here, people are going to use your example of influence to influence a whole other generation of leaders? Or are you a person that nobody knows your name? You don't need to be worldwide famous. You don't need to be known by millions of people. The people around you are your world. It could be that one or two people around you that want to copy your influence. It could be your children. It could be your families. It could be those people that you change because you serve them. And number three, the third principle, is great leaders are examples of see what I do, Do what I see. Great leaders are examples of see what I do and do what I see, not do as I say, not as I do. When you look at what you do, is that something you want people to emulate? When you watch your children, are your children people that you want to emulate you as a leader? Your employees the people you serve, the people you don't know that are watching you. Are you an example of see what I do, do what I see? Here's the caveat. Your reason for not doing what you say to others 
creates the excuse for others not to do what you say. Creating an excuse for others is not great leadership. When people see what you do and use that as an excuse of not to do what they're supposed to do, if that is you, you need to change the way you think. Change your mindset, change another's future. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. It is an honor and a privilege to have you as a part of Here's the Caveat. If you would like to reach out to us today or if you have any questions, you can reach us at 623-628-1996 or email us at coach at bobrish.com. Please follow our LinkedIn page at linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Robert Rish. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter under Coach Bob Rish or Caveat Institute. You can also visit us at bobrish.com and learn more how Caveat Institute can meet and serve your needs. Also, please consider sponsoring this podcast. Without your support, this podcast would not exist. It is because of your listening and financial support that allows us to impact the world. We have thousands of listeners in over 50 countries because of you. I ask you to consider sponsoring us by placing an advertisement on this podcast or donating at the link provided. Again, it's been an honor to speak with you today. Please enjoy other episodes and stay tuned to another episode next week. And thank you in advance for sharing this podcast and allowing others to receive the value that you have received today. Have a fantastic day, and don't be afraid to be great. This is Bob Rish signing off. See you next week for another episode of Here's the Caveat.